Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Wednesday, my friends. I'm so honored that I get to be here with you today. (laughs) I'm so blessed that I get to be a voice in your life to help you start the day, to talk to you a little bit about Jesus, to put a pep in your step and help you just to see life a little bit differently, maybe. All right. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Out of the Way. I trust God. I really do. I trust God. But sometimes I like to give God suggestions, you know, just in case he was 50-50 on what to do. I like to interject my bright ideas and tell him how he could make things work out really good. God, you could make this work out really good like this. And I, I tell him my ideas. I occasionally even tell God how he could do cool things as if he was sitting on his throne in heaven stumped over how he could pull off something cool today and he was wanting me to help him out. Do you do that too? Do your humble prayers sound more like, oh good heavenly father, you are all knowing and all powerful. Now use your power to make this work out for me the way I want. And go ahead and make it really cool, okay, God? Amen. Yeah, mine too. I wonder what God thinks of our ideas of taking the path of least resistance. I wonder how God views our tendency to desire what is fastest and easiest. Because don't we? We always want what's faster, what's easier, what's what's the just the the best, fastest way to get there. And I wonder how God feels about our complete avoidance of hardship and struggle and suffering. Well, there just happens to be a story in the Bible about this exact thing. So we're going to read it together. Matthew chapter 16 is where we're at today. And what is happening here is Jesus is walking along with his disciples, his friends, his closest friends that he's sharing his life with. And they've been doing some awesome things together. I mean, some really cool stuff. That's what they've been doing. They've been making an impact everywhere they go. In fact, they had just finished feeding the crowd of thousands with a small amount of bread and fish. And now they know his power. They've seen his miracles. The disciples know Jesus is the one. They are all in. And so now we're going to pick up again. We're in Matthew 16, verse 21 and 23. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go on to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. No, God, no, no, not this hardship, not for you. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. 
You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Now understand, Peter was just trying to save Jesus from suffering. He wasn't trying to find a a way. Well, actually, no, he was. He was just trying to find an easier way. That's what he was doing. He was like, "Ah, this just sounds awful. Let's find an easier way. He was trying to fix this. And Jesus said, this suffering doesn't need to be fixed. This hardship doesn't need to be avoided. And that's a hard pill to swallow. I want my suffering and your suffering to be fixed, like immediately. I don't want times to be hard for anyone. If there was something I could do to ease my friend Nikki's pain after losing her husband three weeks ago, gosh, I would do it. If I could lift the suffering of my friend who just lost her baby, I would do it. If I could make your marriage problems go away, I would in a heartbeat. If I could solve your financial problems, boom, it would be fixed in an instant. If I could lift your burdens, if I could clear the way, if I could bring your child back, if I could restore what has been broken, I would be like Oprah. You get a new car and you get a good marriage and you get health and you get a whole child and you get a bonus and you get a baby and you get an itty bitty tiny waist. You all get everything. No suffering, no struggle, no waiting. All your problems are fixed and there is nothing but sunshine and glitter ahead, my friend. And my work would be complete. I fixed it all for you if I could. And to that, Jesus would probably say to me, Satan, you get behind me. Why? Because just like Peter, I'm focusing on the wrong thing. I'm focusing on human concerns and overlooking the fact that God's concerns are bigger, greater, and far beyond anything I can imagine. God is in the eternal game where current sufferings will be redeemed. And I tend to play in the right now game where suffering is always avoided. In your effort to avoid the suffering, to go around the hardship and skip the waiting line, have you become a stumbling block? Remember, that's what Jesus called Peter. He was a stumbling block. His attempt to fix everything was in the way of God's good plan. Honey, what if your attempt to fix everything is in the way of God's good plan? What if God doesn't need us to fix anything? And instead, he needs us to partner with him in the bigger picture of what he is doing. What if this isn't about what you're going through right now? This is about what this will create for the future. What if God has magnificent plans that are so far above and beyond your scope of imagination, but the only way to get through them is through this stuff that doesn't make sense? You know, this stuff that you want to avoid, this stuff you want to skip, 
this stuff you've been giving God suggestions on fixing and how he can fix it and how right now is when he should be fixing it. Okay, God, so this is going to fall apart. This is going to hurt. This is going to not work out the way I had hoped. Now isn't the time. I don't like it, but I trust you. I will not try to fix your plans. I won't get in the way of your work with my suggestions of an easier way. God has been trying to clear the way in your life. And you know what he's been trying to move? You. You with your ideas of how it is supposed to be. You with your plans and good suggestions. You with your complete avoidance of current sufferings that are for eternal purposes. What, you... You think you are above current sufferings used for eternal purposes? You think you should be exempt from that? Dismissed because you're like a good person? Is that, that's your defense? Like, God, I shouldn't have to suffer because I'm a really good person. Anybody? Anybody? Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm such a, I have a good heart. I don't always do the right thing, but I have a good heart. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to suffer. I should be exempt from this. I should be dismissed. God shouldn't have to go through this. Well, sis, let me tell you something. Jesus wasn't dismissed. And I'm pretty sure he was maybe even a little bit of a better person than even you. I know that's crazy, but yeah, I think maybe he was even better than you. And if Jesus wasn't above suffering, why would we ever believe we are? I don't want to be that stumbling block. I don't want to be in the way of God's plans. If God says I have to go through this, then I trust it's for a purpose greater than my comfort. If God says this has to fall apart, I trust he will be doing something new on the other side of this. And when I get there, I'll be like the woman he created me to be. So here we are, Lord, trying our best to get out of the way. And here we are surrendering to your plan that doesn't make sense to us. Here we are trusting that you give and you take away. And our hands are to remain open. And here we are, counting on your timing to be better than our own. Anyone feel like, whoa, that just like hit you right between the eyes? (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. We've been trying to reason why we shouldn't suffer, why we shouldn't have to go through discomfort and pain and disappointment and struggle and trial Because we are a good person and we should be exempt from that. And Jesus is like, yo, hello. I kind of went through a lot of suffering. And it was for eternal purposes, right? We can see that. Like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Saved us. Woo! Thank you for going through that. We're not exempt either. And so maybe instead of always trying to fix it and tell God how he should be fixing it and he should be fixing it right now and be so angry and frustrated because he isn't and because we are suffering and because it's not easier, maybe instead we should just get out of the way and stop being a stumbling block and say, hey, God, 
maybe you don't want to fix this. And I'm going to try to be okay with that. Wow. Anybody else? Anybody? Just me? Just me? I don't know. Maybe God's just talking directly to me. Maybe you just get to listen in on a personal message that God's talking to me about. Or maybe it's kind of for you too. Uh, hey, you want to pray with me today? All right, let's do it. Hey, God, good morning. God, we thank you for a new day of life. And I thank you, God, for loving us so much that you speak to us personally. You, you meet us right where we're at, right where we're struggling, right where we are kind of making a mess of things because we're trying to fix things that maybe you don't need us to fix. You just need us to trust you. I thank you, God, for meeting us right here today. Lord, would you give us discernment? Would you, would you help us to understand the things that are happening that we just need to get out of the way? Lord, we don't want to be a stumbling block. Forgive us for trying to fix things that you don't want us to fix. Forgive us for sitting on our hands when we are supposed to be your hands and feet. Help us to, to know, Lord, it's so confusing. When, when do we act and, and when do we get out of the way, Lord? Just let your spirit move us and guide us and direct us and show us what you're doing and how we are supposed to be part of that, God. Lord, I thank you that you are speaking to us. I thank you that you are here. I thank you that you're in every detail of our lives. I'm so grateful for everyone you've brought to hear this today. I'll lift them up to you, God. I, you know exactly where they're at. You know what they're going through, Lord. You know that struggle. You know that pain. You know that frustration. Lord, you know that setback. You know where they're hurting. And Lord, I just pray that you would provide exactly what they need today as they just open up their hand and they release it to you and they trust you with it and they try to get out of the way. And try to just see what you're doing so they can partner with you. I pray that you would provide exactly what they need for today. And I pray, Lord, that you would protect our families. I thank you so much. You're so good to us. We love you. We're grateful. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, I really do love our time together. <laughs> thank you for inviting me into your life. It just... um. Like you have no idea. Like it just makes me so darn happy. But here's the thing. If you stopped listening and everybody else stopped listening to, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> still going to be here. <laughs> but thanks for listening. It really does make me happy. I'll do it again tomorrow. You want to listen in? All right. Awesome. Have a beautiful day of life. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at BigLifeHQ.com.